What up? We are back again today in the studio, and it is time to get the ball rolling. What up? We are back again, and on this special edition of the FCS podcast, we are going to be breaking down all the biggest games from last week, and the playoff has come. We know the teams that got in, our reactions. Uh, there here on Get the Ball Rolling. Talk a little bit about um, maybe a few disappointments along the way as well. Uh, we might save that uh, if we have time for another podcast, but you know, we might sprinkle a little bit of that in. Super happy to be back with you guys today. You know, it's Thanksgiving weekend, and I just want to thank you guys for all the love and support that you guys have sent us and helped us build. Um, us throughout this uh, wonderful football season. Just a few stats. Um, we have now been listened to in uh, over, let me think, I want to say six, six, maybe seven different countries. So not only are we here in the United States and the support that we've had uh, in the United States, but we've also been uh, a couple of uh, places around the globe too. So we thank you, uh, international audience. We thank you, uh, you know, domestic audience and, and all of the love and stuff. We're going to keep it going. Uh, you know, a lot of fun stuff going forward. A lot more podcasts to do and and uh, a lot more coaches to have on. Uh, made a couple of contacts and uh, excited uh, for where this might be, you know, heading. And, and uh, anyway, loving it. Having such a fun time uh, doing it. All righty. So now let's break it down. So, uh I will be traveling uh, this weekend, sadly. Uh, I know, so sad. But uh, all the big Sky teams got uh, first-round buys, or I could have been uh, potentially going to see a game had Montana slipped. Uh, I probably would have uh, went on up there just to the great state, to the great state of the big Sky, right, and uh, watched Montana play. But they got the first-round buy. So did Weaver. Uh, that's obviously closer to my home in, in, in Ogden, Utah. And, well, I live in St. George, but uh, where I where I grew up in Ogden, Utah, uh, and there's not a lot of uh, West Coast teams that are that that uh, I mean got in. So uh, I won't be going to any football games this weekend. Hopefully, the next weekend, uh, looking at that uh, Weber State uh, potential matchup with Wofford or Kennesaw State, and then uh, the week after, definitely will be in attendance. Uh, if Weaver continues to win, uh, there's a potential for uh, you know a Weaver Montana you know redo uh, type of game would be a ton of fun to go to that. So I'm getting really excited. The playoffs are upon us for all of our FCS fans. And uh, I know this will be now, uh, the, I mean, the next, you know, three, four weeks. Let's see, one, two, three, four or so weeks, maybe maybe three weeks more so, uh, is going to be focused on the playoffs and breaking down the games, uh, key players and stuff like that. I don't want uh, the other people that, that your teams that didn't get in uh, to not have the same amount of coverage as these teams. We just got to talk about these teams because they made, they made the playoff and, and that's just how it is. Right. And so uh, we'll definitely be uh, hopefully to hope, Hopefully, you know, starting to integrate a little bit of, of these other teams, looking at recruiting classes, stuff like that. So um, we'll go over the games last week and then we'll jump into the playoffs. So uh, number one, Youngstown State beats Illinois State 21 to three. An amazing uh, scene there. I believe his name is Nathan Mays. Uh, the quarterback had a, a season uh, ending ACL injury. 
as Lyman uh, helped him onto the field for the last snap of his senior season. So congratulations to Youngstown State. Uh, I'm looking, hopefully uh, next year we, we see a little bit more of a rise. Uh, I think Bo Pelini uh, has got them headed in the right direction. He knows how to win. It's kind of like with Mark Hudspeth. I, I kind of felt like Austin P. Uh, will kind of turn a certain corner because you know both of them have had success at, at, a, at the higher level, so they should be able to do it as as well at the FCS level. But an amazing sight, but uh, uh, but that's potentially why Illinois State fell into one of the last four in uh, because of that loss against Youngstown State. Um, in the New Hampshire beats down on Maine 28 to 10, uh, making it so Maine cannot get into the playoffs or uh, have a chance to get into the playoffs. Albany beats Stony Brook 31 to 26. Congratulations to the Great Danes. Uh, we had Coach Joe Davis on here, and it was an amazing, it was amazing uh, interview. I loved Albany. There's a couple of interviews that I've done where I walk away and I'm like, you know what, that guy honestly, he he cares uh, not only about me and in, in, in building the brand that get the ball rolling, but he cares about his team. You know, everyone does have that, but you can just tell through that. Congratulations to the Great Danes. Uh, you know what, I did not think it. I thought that you know they could be a border team or uh, the other two years away, but Jeff Undercuffler is playing out of his mind, playing really well. Uh, we'll see how uh, the Sea Wolves, uh, Stony Brook, bounces back this next year if they do, and uh, what goes forward. Another big one is that South Dakota beats South Dakota State, uh, twenty-four to twenty-one. We had a uh, Ted Schlosky. Man, such a hard name. Uh, he was the offensive coordinator at South Dakota. Come on the show. He talked about it. You know, making that a, a priority. Um, you know, beating uh, South Dakota State in the dome on Senior Day. Congratulations to the Coyotes. Looking to build uh, their season back this next year. And then uh, Montana State beats Montana uh, in the Brawl of the Wild, forty-eight to fourteen. Now I told, uh, I had a conversation. Uh, the a couple people messaged me, and then I had a conversation with my father. And I called him. He's an alumni at Weber State. Uh, you know, got uh, his degrees there. Uh, and I was talking to him, and he actually technically works for Weber State right now. He's he is an adjunct professor type thing. So uh, I'm talking to him, and I said. He, he was talking about, you know, Weber State football and, and where I thought they were headed. And, and after the UND game, I said, this game against Montana is a trap game. Uh, not only is it that Montana before played Idaho and, you know, halfway through, they could have pulled, they pulled the dogs, in my opinion. You kind of pull the dogs, you know, middle of third quarter, uh, you know, end of third quarter, just to say, hey, we're going to let some other people get some reps. Uh, Idaho, uh, Montana was going to get into the playoffs no matter what, and Idaho wasn't their worry. And they do they do have a really good offense, Idaho. No, 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 like no offense taken there. Like, uh, but you you pull the docks uh, when you're playing a little bit of an inferior opponent. And uh, they were at home, they rested, and they were they had that game against Weaver State circled. But they did have the hardest two games to go. Uh, so I was looking at that, and then Weaver uh, had had it been against Idaho and they played Montana the next week on the road, it would have been a completely different game, but they played North Dakota. And we obviously see North Dakota's top 24 in the, in the, in the country because the, the committee put them in. Right. So they play against North Dakota, North Dakota plays them super tight, you know, North Dakota, quite frankly, I think that's part of the reason why they got into uh, the FCS playoffs because they had that such a good game against Weber and Weber was kind of taking it back. Uh, then they had to go on the road uh, up to Missoula, up to Montana. I believe it's in Missoula into Montana, uh, and they had a couple of uncharacteristic plays Weber State did, but Josh Davis uh, had a concussion in the uh, 
the UND game that he wasn't there yet, back yet. Uh, you know, Jake Constantine didn't have a super good game. Just random mistakes in, in Montana won. And that was their quote-unquote Super Bowl. That was their game. Everything before that was leading up to that. Yeah, they they you know they had lost to to uh, Oregon, but that had been their 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 like last loss, you know, and uh, and Sacramento State, right? And so you have those two games, and so their entire buildup was focused at Weaver State. We're going to beat Weaver, and so when you do that, when you kind of forget about everything else, they're going to do that. Well, they focused on Weaver, and I said, I I told my dad, I said, watch it. Montana is going to lose to Montana State. They have to go on the road after a big victory against Weber State. They're a good football team. I'm not taking anything away, but they're going to lose. Uh, even though Montana State, I don't feel like, has played... Uh, I mean, I thought they played a really, really good game at that game. You know, Against UND, they, they slipped. I mean, they, everyone has a couple of slip-ups, a couple of hiccups, you know. But uh, I, I said it, and, and I was I was surprised at the what the score was. But for four straight years, those... Uh, Seniors never lost to Montana. Uh, we'll see what happens this this next year. Uh, we'll hopefully get uh, you know bring Eric Tabor back on and have Montana State back on and, and, and have this discussion uh, because at some point it becomes a it becomes a pride thing and and it's a big in state recruiting battle. Hey, we beat them four straight. Don't go there. Those kinds of things. So crazy game for all the while. Had a uh, had a great time watching it. Was able to finally find a, 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 a streaming service that would allow me to watch it. Great game. Uh, congratulations to the Bobcats and uh, excited to see the Bobcats and the Grizzlies in the playoffs. So, as you guys have known, uh, if I'm not going to go through uh, and announce all the, the teams that made it, but if you haven't had a chance, make sure to look up the bracket. Uh, we will go through it uh, a little bit later, but uh, if you want to, you guys can pull out your brackets and kind of follow along with me. If not, it is okay, but uh, there are a lot of... Uh, I guess uh, there are a couple of surprising things with it and with the bracket. I did have, uh, let me write this down. So out of the, I was six for eight out of the, the you know, picking the seeds. I uh, thought that Nova uh, would have got a seed and I thought you and I would have got a seed. Now I I mean, I was like, eh. it was it was kind of a stretch. I I really thought uh, I didn't think that uh, South Dakota State or Montana would get one just because of uh, you know, recency bias, uh, you know, South Dakota State with a couple of law. I was really surprised that South Dakota State got the number seven seed. Uh, but they had beat you and I, so it, you know, kind of a catch-22 there. So they, they picked uh, the game to be in Brookings. So uh, anyway, I was six for eight on the seeds. I was 22 for 24 on picking the teams. I did have SIU uh, in the, the tournament, and I had Towson as well. Now, after the Towson game against Elon, I said... It's not that much of a stretch. I feel like you can put them in. Uh, I did have I did have a UNH on uh, my first four out. There were a couple other teams I'd written down. Uh, South Carolina State I hadn't really followed, so I didn't have them down. But uh, Towson, SIU, those were like kind of the three big ones that that they were the first you know three out. Uh, despite UNH being ranked tenth for the first time, the committee had released a ranking, and um, so. Other than that, I feel like I did, we, we did pretty good here. Uh, you know, obviously you get 10 right because of the conference champions, and then uh, you got to pick everyone else. So, you know, we missed two uh, on the seeds, and we missed two on the regular stuff. So uh, the last four in, which I've kind of mentioned, Furman, Illinois State, Kennesaw State, and North Dakota. And the last four out was New Hampshire, South Carolina State, and uh, SIU and Towson. So 
we're going to break it down, and then after we break it down, we'll probably step away to go to go to break. But I want to break this down, and there is no easy way to do this, and this is why I am somewhat against the expansion of the the playoff against it, it for the, even the FBS uh, because. Eventually, I mean, last year, you know, Indiana State doesn't get in, and they were playing good at the end of the season. They were playing, you know, a lot of people, hey, this is a top 10 team. This is a great team. We need to put them in. They got stunned by the committee. And now uh, there's been uh, other years past, so there's always going to be controversy, uh, whether you expand it. I, I, I saw an article, it will expand it to 26 teams. So we put in, uh, you know, who were the first four out? Let me write, look at that again. So, we put in UNH and, Sac- and uh, South Carolina State. Obviously, they had you know SIU a little bit further down in the rankings. It was UNH, so UNH would have got in, and, and South Carolina State. But you you start to look at it, you're like, well, I, I don't know if you need to expand as much because once you're expanding, then then you're getting more and more into a territory where you know you're like, will they be this person? Who be that person? Who be that person? And you can have all the ratings. You can use the Massey rating system. You can use the the uh, the simple what was it? The simple statistic rating or something like that. Anyway, you use you can use statistics to choose as well as as a, as a computer generated, but also as an eye test. And uh, no, I don't want to take. I hope no one uh, you know takes this in the wrong way, but. What I say to that, to these first, you know, last four in, congratulations. Obviously, you had a little bit of luck to get in. Uh, I think that all four of them, I was a little surprised with Furman, I'm not going to lie, because they hadn't had a quote-unquote signature win. They did have eight wins, but there wasn't like one where you could hang the hat. I mean, they, they lost to, to the Citadel and they lost to... Uh, Wofford, and so they, I, I felt like they needed to win one of those games to get in, and uh, I was really high on, on Furman throughout the year. You guys know that I had them as high as fifth uh, because they played well against uh, you know Virginia Tech and, and what was the other FCS or FBS team? I believe it was Georgia State, yeah. So so I was like, hey, you know what, you're going to get kind of get a benefit of the doubt there, but you know, in the end of the day, they ended up putting them in. You know, they they had enough, and and when you look at it for the last four, and congratulations, the last four, the first four out, it's sad, but you know, if you look at yourself and you say, well, if we would have won one more game, so so instead of bashing the community or the committee, not the community, the committee that has an almost impossible job, at that point, could you say if we would have won one more game? Could we have got in? Now, people with, with have I, I've asked that question, and they have blowback. You know, like UCF. Well, they they were undefeated. Okay, they're a Group of Five conference. That that's a little bit different. But you know, right now, I feel like an, even in the FBS, we're kind of headed towards this. Uh, I feel like uh, Ohio State, you know, is undefeated. LSU undefeated, and uh, you know, you're, you're sitting there, and you have Clemson undefeated. So you got three people that have not lost a football game. We'll, we'll just play this out. And then, uh, you know, you have Alabama, Georgia, Utah, Oklahoma. We'll, we'll throw out uh, Georgia because they're going to play LSU. So Alabama, uh, Georgia, or Alabama, Utah, and Oklahoma. Say they went out and uh, they're sitting there. And uh, we'll say for, for giggles, Oklahoma gets in. And then Alabama is up in arms. Well, you know what? We only lost. Well, if you would have won that one game, would you have been in? Most definitely. They would have if had Alabama been undefeated. They would have been put in. Same thing with Utah. Had Utah beat USC, they would have been put in. Well, I'm not saying and you can interchange any one of those teams. I'm sorry. I feel bad for those teams. You know, I did have SIU. I did have Towson. But 
you know what? Come back next year. Come back next year. Get stronger. You know, get that. You know, circle that. That you get that to that eight win. I feel like with eight wins, you're pretty secure in getting a playoff spot. Um, also, you know, New Hampshire and, and South Carolina State. It sucks, but you know, rebuild again. You have that that bitter taste in your mouth. Uh, revamp the the offense, revamp the defense, and go out and get it the next year. That's that's my advice, and and, and that's kind of my take on it. And um, but that that's just kind of how I broke it down. There's no easy way. Eventually, uh, you know, we're humans. You have you know, everyone says, well, you have the statistics, you have the eye test, you have, and then the day somebody has to make a decision. And it was, it might've been an unpopular decision, but it was a decision that they made and that's that. So I uh, kind of had to live with it. Not, uh, I feel like the committee did an amazing job. Obviously I, again, I thought there were two teams. I didn't, I didn't even have it. I mean, I, Southeast Louisiana, I thought once when they lost to Nichols, I said, you know what? Central Arkansas will get lucky to get in. And I was really surprised that they got a seed. Now I had them as a seed, but I was surprised that they got the seed. Uh, but uh, we'll see as, as, as we kind of uh, roll forward with this and um, we'll break down uh, a little bit more of these first round games. So uh, we're going to take a break, step aside for uh, the ad break. We're going to come back. We'll break down the games, key to the games, uh, kind of going into it. And then we will release our picks at the end of the game, uh, at the end of the, this podcast, uh, you know, uh, we would like to release a top 15. Uh, we'll probably do that at the end of the season. Once when everything kind of, uh, shakes out, uh, with the playoffs, just because now that we kind of have like these 24 teams, it's like, okay, well, they're the 24 best teams. Obviously that's not true because you have some automatic qualifiers, but these are the 24 best teams. Let's do it. So, um, super excited for this. So after the break, bringing it back, we'll be breaking down a little bit more of the playoff and the bracket itself. So stay tuned. Thank you, Anchor, for that ad break. Always good to uh, have that ad. Bring them on and uh, thank them for helping us out. All right. Here we go. Let's break it down. So first round, we're going to start off at the top bracket. We will. Uh, the game will kick off uh, against Nickel State down in Thibodeau, uh, Louisiana, against the University of North Dakota. Uh, got a couple of stats. UND is 4-1 and one in the last five games. That one loss coming at the hands, and, or should I say claws or paws, of uh, the Weber State Wildcats have been playing super great the last few games. Uh, I've been really impressed with them overall. Uh, have had the most amount of top uh, 25 ranked wins this year. I believe, uh, if that's still true, I'm pretty sure that is, but, uh, uh, and, uh, playing really good football. Nichols coming in, uh, winning four straight after the overtime loss against Abilene Christian. And, uh, the only common opponent that I could find between the two is Sam Houston state, uh, North Dakota beat Sam Houston state by a score of 27 to 23 and, uh, Nichols state lost to Sam Houston state zero to 17 this same year. So Nichols did play two uh, FBS teams. They played Kansas State and Texas State uh, this year. So uh, they have, uh, those were their other two losses. And then Abilene Christian and Sam Houston State played really well last week. Uh, Nichols did against Southeast Louisiana, beating them by one, stopping them on the goal line. And, uh, you know, again, Southeast Louisiana was, was one play away from uh, potentially them even being in, in this spot, playing uh, UND with a potential matchup against uh, NDSU. But uh, f- looks like it's going to be a great game. 
I read a weird story uh, on the internet. Well, I guess it's not weird, but an interesting story that uh, down in Thibodeau, uh, they, they have announced that they're going to get new uh, football facilities, but uh, the visiting team is in kind of like tent type things. Uh, they bring in you know, portable toilets and stuff. Kind of an interesting thing uh, as they remodel their uh, visiting team locker room down there. So I don't know if that will be a factor, just kind of a random fact, but uh Kind of an interesting uh, piece there. All right, the next game, uh, we'll be releasing our picks. I guess we can do it right now. Why, why, why not? So we'll be releasing them right now. So uh, I'm going to take North Dakota in this game. I understand that it's on the road, and uh, their only road win this year was against Cal Poly. But I think that uh, there's this guy on uh, on UND's team, and Nate, uh, Nate Ketteringham, and I think he is just a baller. I like this North Dakota team. Again, when, when you watch a, a team on TV, sometimes it doesn't do it justice. When I watched them play against Weber State and I saw them move the football against that good defense uh, up and down in Ogden as well at elevation, I you know they stay in the central time zone. It is going to be a little bit warmer, but they're used to playing in a dome. It's not like uh, you know North Dakota's going on the road to Brookings and having to play outside, uh, you know, in the cold of, of South Dakota. I want to take UND. I think that they've been playing exceptionally well. Uh, I think that uh, you kind of have, you know, have the gimmies. I call them the gimme factor. Nichols kind of owes one after that close win uh, against uh, Southeast Louisiana. I'm going to be taking UND. I think UND will be playing their hearts out because uh, a lot of people will look and say, "Well, they were the last ones in uh, I, last year." Uh, seven out of the first, uh, seven out of the eight uh, first round games, I believe, last year uh, the home team won. I want to be taking a little bit of a of an upset, I guess, if you want to call that. The winner takes on uh, North Dakota State. Now UND's already played North Dakota State. It's really, really hard to beat a team twice in one year. Now, both of those games, I believe, were played in Fargo or will be played in uh, Fargo. So interesting kind of going forward. Uh, we'll release. I, I, I do it in, with football. I do it week by week. It's not like the NCAA bracket where I do it all at once, uh, just because I want to see how these teams play. If UND comes out and, and is flat and, and, and but barely gets a win, it's like, okay, well, that doesn't really give me much hope. But if they come out and dominate against a really good uh, Nickel State team, then it will give me confidence, you know, maybe take an upset. Not saying I am, but maybe. All right, so moving on to the next one. Uh, we have SEMO, Southeast Missouri State, against Illinois State. Now, SEMO has won six straight. All of their losses have been on the road, uh, and kind of an uh, kind of like a sleeper pick. After they lost to Austin uh, P, it's been kind of like a like not a lot of people have talked about them. I've talked about them. I put them in the top fifteen, but then I was like, are they really that good? And I've been you know bouncing back and forth. They've won six six straight. Congratulations to them. Uh, they did struggle a little bit with Murray State on on Saturday, but I, I I I don't think that's anything too much to be worried about. As much as it was looking to the next week, they do take on Illinois State. And Illinois State, um, they've had a couple of of moments in this year where they've looked like uh, a top five team. Uh, they've looked where I'm like, okay, this Illinois State team, they might just be the real deal. But then they've also had some times where I'm like, I don't know if I'm really sold on them. Uh, I know that they they technically took third, but we we break it down. Uh, Oh, there it is. Okay. Against North Dakota State, they only scored three points, allowed 37 at home, uh, and then they lose to Northern Iowa, and that was also at home. 
And then they go on the road and into Brookings and they beat South Dakota State. But I feel like that kind of was like their last effort. They had to have one win because it was almost going to be like SIU. Well, well, you would beat, well, everyone above us would be, you know, beat us. Everyone that's above us is the one that beat, but you got to have that win. So they got South Dakota State. Barely beat Missouri State. I mean, 17 to 12, that's not a very good comfort zone against a team that was near the bottom of your of your conference. And then you lose to Youngstown State. Now, it was at home, and I understand you probably were looking ahead after that South Dakota State game. And okay, we've kind of sealed our, our fate and stuff. I want to be taking SEMO. A lot of it, a lot of this bracket stuff is about which team is hot going into it. I... You know, a loss before the first round of the game. I'm not really super confident. They have to go on the road. They got to leave Normal Illinois to head on down to Southeast Missouri. I, I actually don't know where that's that, that that's at, what city that's in. But uh, you know what? They got to go down the road and they got to play them. And uh, I'm going to be taking the Red Hawks in this game uh, to see. You know, they they got. Uh, they got a win last year, first round. Uh, then they had to come out to Ogden and, and they ended up losing to uh, Weber State last year. But uh, looking to uh, to win a game and get back into the cent- the second round. And then uh, Central Arkansas, they'll be uh, going on down to Central Arkansas to play the winner of that game. I'm taking SEMO. Okay, next up out of the top bracket, we have Albany and CCSU. And I've said this a lot, and I... I don't know what to do, uh, whether to eat my words or not, but it's this game I've said all along, CCSU is so good and I've hyped him up. And I said, you know what? This team would be undefeated besides a blocked punt that was returned for a touchdown against an FBS opponent. This is a good CCSU team. They have one of the best defenses in the league. Um, and I don't, I, 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 I'm sitting here and I'm doubting, I guess I'm doubting myself. Uh, I'm really impressed. And maybe it's just because I'm more impressed with what Albany has done and their run that they were able to make within, uh, the CAA. And I'm like, okay, well, CCSU was, was kind of challenging against Robert Morris, but they really haven't had a super big challenging game since, uh, uh, since that emu game. Uh, but Albany, you know, they play in the CAA the week in week out, you know, they've won three straight. They did lose to Maine at home and they did lose to Richmond and, and, and Monmouth. So those are their three games. I'm like, okay, well, you know, the Richmond game was three game, three points. The main game, they just got the best of them and it's at home. I'm going to be, I'm going to take Albany. And I know I said, I said, I warned you guys. I said, you know, this CCSU team can, you know, surprise some people. Uh, I think them and like Holy Cross, I said that too. I said, you know, know, watch out for this team. But I just think when they get, they haven't had, I mean, the majority of, of the NEC has kind of been down this year. So they beat down on everybody. They haven't had that that competition, that hard test yet. They did lose the Emu, and I bet that was a really sad time. I'm going to be taking Albany. I think Jeff Undercuffler is playing amazing right now. Congratulations to him and his accomplishments and his achievements and that entire uh, Great Dane staff. I'm going to be taking the Great Danes in this game. Uh, the winner will be on the road in Bozeman against Montana State the week after. The next game, we have Austin P playing Furman. Uh, now, I've debated this one uh, pretty long and hard as well. And the reason I, I say that is because Furman, I think, you know, being one of the last four in UND, you know, Furman, Illinois State, and uh, who was the other one? We'll pull that up. Hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. And Kenneth Uh, Sorry about that. Uh, I, I like drew a blank for a second. But 
the last four in, I feel like you want to prove something like, hey, we belonged. Because you do not want to lose that first game. And then, you know, I'm not saying that would happen, but we know what we live in. Twitter trolls and stuff. Well, if SIU SIU would have got the win, SIU would have uh, be awesome. P, you know, SIU, you know, Towson would have got them. New Hampshire would have got it. South Carolina State would have got them. So I think you play a little bit harder. You were the last four, and you were given the opportunity to expense, extend your week, uh, your football, you know, life one more week for the seniors. It's one more time. They got one more ride. It's, it's, it's all on the table. Now, awesome. PS played amazing at home. And they've had five straight wins. Their last loss at home was the seventh of September against Central Arkansas. So their loss, their last loss at home, it was their only loss this entire year at home. They lost on the road before. They lost. They had a terrible loss against Tennessee State, which I I I was I didn't watch the game, so I don't really know what happened. Uh, I think that uh, the governors will. Uh, defend the fortress, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to be taking Austin P in this game. I think uh, Furman, Furman Wofford, Kennesaw, we'll get into Kennesaw and Wofford a little bit uh, later, but they run such a unique style of, of offense. It's hard to prepare for, but I think that uh, this Austin P defense will be a little bit better and be a little bit more prepared. And uh, the winner, if uh, you know, if I t- I'm taking Austin P, uh, We'll be taking on Sacramento State uh, the following week, so buckle up for that. All right, now into the bottom bracket. We're going to start at the bottom and leave the most interesting, in my opinion, game for last, and that is Monmouth against Holy Cross. And uh, I say Monmouth versus Holy Cross is is going to be fun. I think that uh, Monmouth is going to roll. I think Holy Cross is a tough team. Uh, Monmouth's only losses are to Western Michigan and Montana. And uh, they did beat Albany and they beat Kennesaw State. I think Monmouth, honestly, if I'm James Madison, I don't like that matchup. Um, as I look through some of these, I'm like, okay, well, who kind of got a lucky draw? I feel like... Uh, out of all of them, I thought Montana State got a, a pretty, uh, you know, respectable draw. I thought that Montana got a respectable draw, and I thought South Dakota State did. I feel like I, I feel like Weber State, and James Madison, and Sacramento State, and you can put Central Arkansas have is going to have a little bit harder of a test in that second round than uh, their their other counterparts, right? And uh, Monmouth is a tough team, and I really want to. I'm waiting to see. I think James Madison is legit. I mean, they have like 19 returning starters or something like that, and I think they're on a mission. And they played really well in the CAA, and we we saw what they did to people. They even tested West Virginia, but this Monmouth Hawks team, I don't know. I, I said, I told you guys, Monmouth and, and CCSU, you got to watch out for these teams. You're going to, you're, you're going to, you know, they're going to shock some people. Uh, I think that Monmouth takes care of Holy Cross uh, by halftime. I think they'll be up uh, enough. They're going to start resting. They're going to get ready. And I cannot wait. That might be the, the most, the game that I'm most excited for that next week. Uh, so there you go. Monmouth's only losses again, Western Michigan and Montana. They played well against Montana. It was on the road uh, at Montana. Really excited to watch that game. Uh, the next one from the bottom is you and I against San Diego. Now the Toreros, they've kind of, we kind of forget about the Pioneer League, at least for me. Uh, they play a lot of NAIA, D2, D3, you know, football schools. And, uh, you know, I was going through them and I'm like, man, like, like Stetson had like a seven win season and I did not one time did I ever mention Stetson, uh, the, the Hatters or Jacksonville. They kind of are all over the country too. They're in the North, they're in the South, they're kind of like just kind of a hodgepodge of, uh, of, a, of a conference in football, but you know, it works. You know, Dayton Davidson played well this year. 
San Diego played well. Uh, they did go nine and two. Their only losses were to Davis and to uh, Cal Poly. So they were at the first of the season. Uh, I do think that the San Diego team is good, but I'm not going to take, I'm not uh, Northern Iowa at home. They don't lose all their losses this year. were on the road. They just, and, they just don't lose and they outscore their opponents at home by a score of 27 to 12. Uh, if you, if we want to round up, you could go 28 to 13. That sounds a little bit more like a football score, right? And that's honestly what I think will end up happening. That's, that's going to be my, my, my score for the game. 28. I'll give a one more point to 14. Uh, I think that uh, you and I will roll them. Uh, I think uh, as long as they're not looking too far ahead against South Dakota state, I really, again, this is one of those games where it's like, I got to watch, you and I play. If you and I rolls, are can a dome team go into Brookings and win? They've already lost to them once this year. Can they go in and win the game? I don't know. That's what I'm uh, what I'm waiting to see. I'm taking you and I in that game. All right, we got Southeast Louisiana against Villanova. Now, I don't know why I I continue to doubt Southeast Louisiana. They got into the playoffs, and now here I am taking Nova in this game. And I'm going to tell you a couple of keys for this. I think they figured out the Justin Covington thing. I think they've given it time. You know, he went out. They had losses. Their losses were, you know, James Madison, who everybody is losing to uh, at at this time. They did have an uh, a loss against New Hampshire, but it was on the road, and New Hampshire was. <laughs> They were a good football team. They're one of the first four out, or you know, the, the last, the uh, first four out, or whatever. But they're a good football team, and they had one loss that was a last point kick, you know, last point field goal, last second field goal uh, by Stony Brook, which is a pretty you know tough team. That's just a CAA for you. You got to kind of accept that. So. You know, two of them on the road, uh, you forgive them. Stony Brook was kind of a hard loss, but then they were able to get on track by beating uh, Richmond, LIU Post, and Delaware. And that Delaware I really wanted to see uh, because I think that Delaware team is a really underrated team uh, at that as well. Now they're going to go down into Louisiana. Uh, Southeast Louisiana has played well at home as well. I'm going to be taking Nova. Oh man, sorry. You had Siri coming on. I, I guess they must have picked up my uh, Southeast Louisiana. But regardless, I think that uh, going down into into Louisiana, I, I'm going to be taking them. They just lost at home. They've been given a second life. I think they'll prepare well. I think it's going to be one of the better games of the weekend. I'm going to be taking uh, Villanova over uh, Southeast Louisiana. Uh, I'll probably be releasing my, my point spread and stuff like that uh, a little bit later. I'll probably be taking Nova by maybe three to, you know, by probably by three points. Uh, I haven't looked and seen who I think I want to say that Southeast Louisiana is favored. I'll probably be, I'll be taking Nova outright in that game. Alrighty. And then the final game that I said is probably the most intriguing game. And not just because of the implications that it will have for me and for what I get to see is the Wofford Kennesaw state game. Now I broke this game game down. I've been so worried about this pick, and I've gone back and forth. I'm like, oh, well, you know, Wofford, I ain't shot. Well, we're just going to say it out loud, okay? So, I do this thing, I call it YPP. The YPP uh, stat is something that is very, very important to me. It's how many, how, you know, how many yards are you 
how many yards do you get to, to, to get a score, right? And and how many yards do you allow to, to not let them score? So you might have you know a bend-don't-break defense, which allows a ton of yards, but they don't allow a score. Well, that's good. That, uh, higher number is better. You have an offense that, you know, they might be a more of a finesse, uh, you know, especially with this kind of option attack, a finesse team and stuff like that. They might take a little bit longer. Uh, they might have a little bit higher score because they're a little bit more efficient. If they get a, if they're if they're running the ball, and they have a position they're going to score that kind of thing. And their 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 YPPs on both sides of the ball are almost similar. So I'm like, okay, all right. Well, we're going to take it into account. Well, let's look at red zone offense. Well, what do we got? You know, Wofford right now is number five. Okay. Well, that, I mean, that's pretty good. And uh, Kennesaw State, 48. So, you know, okay, well, it might not be, they might not have the best red zone offense. Well, okay, we'll just look at total offense, total defense. Total offense, Wofford, 31. Kennesaw State, 19. Okay, well, total defense. Wofford, 21. Kennesaw State, number five. Okay, so Wofford has a little bit better, um, you know, Kennesaw State has a little bit better offense, a little bit better defense, but, you know, Wofford's a little bit more efficient with the football. Wofford tends to be, uh, you know, when they get inside of, of the 20-yard line, it's almost an 89% chance they're going to score. And a lot of them are touchdowns. Okay, well, we'll, we'll figure out that. Well, let's see who's trailed. Well, Kennesaw State has trailed more, but... They were to, you know, they weren't to super amazing opponents, but, you know, they almost beat Kent State. They trailed at half to Murray State or to Missouri State. They trailed in the first quarter, first quarter, and uh, they obviously lost to Monmouth, which they trailed the majority of the game. So, well, okay, well, Wofford, they only trailed against Chattanooga in the first quarter, and they trailed against Sanford. And Sacramento State, but Sanford was only from half. So you know, and you start weighing these things. You you normally you know you might have a little bit higher on one side, a little bit lower on the other side. And you're like, okay, that's my okay. Well, the statistic of all. So we we go through all of these statistics, and and this is how my brain is thinking. Right, last year they played in the second round. Kenosha State won thirteen to ten. That was our only matchup that's ever been. Okay, well, what 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 about Wofford? Do you think you think they they could get in? Well, I don't know. I honestly think now that I've looked at it, and not to say that it's a revenge tour or that Wofford has any kind of advantage because they're 50-50. This is the best. I honestly think this is the most even matchup that the that the, the committee gave us in in the first round is Wofford against against Kennesaw State. Neither of them have to change drastically because this is an option attack. Which, you know what? If I'm Weaver State, I'm somewhat grateful because now I have a whole other week to study film on these guys to get my players right because the option is ridiculous. You see what it does with Navy, Army, Air Force. Those teams are pretty good year in, year out. Right now, Navy's only lost two games. Air Force has only lost two games. So it takes a lot. It takes a really good defense to stop this team. Now, I, for one, I'm going to be taking Wofford. I think the home field advantage is makes a difference. These kids that were on the team last year, they remember that three-point loss that, that would have put them into the quarterfinals. They would have went on to play South Dakota State, and they say, hey, you know what? We would have had a chance. We would have had a chance in Brookings last year, but it didn't happen, right? So it, I think that Wofford gets revenge. Originally, I put down Kennesaw State. I think Kennesaw State is a great team, uh, despite their scheduling issues that they had this year. I think they're an amazing team. I think this is the game of the week. If I was to give a game of the week, it would be Wofford against Kennesaw because I think this is a great, great game. I think Weber State's just licking their chops. They're like, like I said, well, option attack is a really unique style of play. Um, and they're they got they get another week to prepare for it, and I think they're extremely excited for that. So, 
that's my opinion. Those are our first round bets uh, for this week. Now we'll be going through. Uh, we will release uh, what our scores are, our what well, you know score, uh, who we're taking, uh, that sort of thing. So uh, stay tuned for for more on get the ball rolling. We'll let you guys know uh, what we think about into next week if, if if how it sets up. A lot of it has to depend all, all day Saturday. I'm going to be doing this. You know, you guys might be going out shopping for Christmas. Hey, I've already done my Christmas shopping because my wife always uh, tells me that we need to do this. Uh, I'm going to be you know traveling up to uh, Vancouver this 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 Christmas. I'll be taking a little bit of a uh, time off, some much needed R and R after this crazy semester and this crazy football season obviously watching some football along the way but uh so we're kind of we're, it's all culminating right here we're here uh i'm going to be watching this i'll be giving you guys all my insights uh into the into the games uh, this coming week and what i see it's going to be a little bit easier for me to watch it's really hard uh i have uh you know, three different ways that I watch. I probably watch uh, close to 29 to 30 football games on any given Saturday. And it's, I, you know, I split screen my, my TV, my, my wife's computer, my computer. Uh, I got my iPad. I got phones. I have everything set up so I can watch. And it's going to be a little bit easier this weekend uh, along with the FBS. I'll be watching some of those games as well. So stay tuned uh, for Get the Ball Rolling. Thank you guys for all of your love and support. I hope you guys have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Uh, happy Thanksgiving from all of us here at Get the Ball Rolling. Uh, again, we're grateful for you guys. Without you guys, this wouldn't be anything. It'd just be me talking into a microphone uh, and me just saying a bunch of random stats and putting it out there for all the world to hear. But you guys are listening. Uh, continue to tell your family, to your friends. Continue to grow this. I think we've got a lot of momentum here. I'm working on... Uh, hopefully upgrading and improving some of our software and stuff like that. So we're, you know, we need, we just need the support. And as long as I get the support that you guys, I know you guys are capable of, we can do it. So have a great week until next time, which next time we'll have, uh, we'll be talking about the second round of the FCS playoffs. Have a wonderful week until next time, get the ball rolling.